You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. All the way from sunny, sunny, really, really, really sunny Southern California. Sorry, it's specifically hot today. 32 million homes across the country counting. You're watching the world's first social television network. I might get this out. Check out YouTubeAmerica.com for your local listings. I'm Dr. Gina. This is America Trends Now. Donald Trump trending today. He hit Hillary Clinton harder in his speech today than she's ever been hit before. Some are saying this is the speech that Republican voters have been waiting to hear for 20 years. Trump called her the most corrupt presidential candidate of all time. Here to discuss is our good friend Barry Nussbaum. Barry, welcome back. Good to have you. Great to be here in the warm studio. It's warm. It's warm all (laughs) over the place, isn't it? All right. Very uh, foreign policy. I mean, you know, his critics have always said he's not getting down to details. I saw some pretty good detail there today. What was your impression? Oh, boy. Finally. Yeah. Uh, I talked to Dr. Walid Ferris today, uh, one of Trump's Who is one of his foreign policy, foreign advisors, policy yeah. advisors. Uh, an expert, has been around a while, uh, has sat with presidents in the White House and the Oval Office, and has uh, consulted with Congress over extensive years on foreign policy and he's one of the insiders mm-hmm. um a lot of people worked with him on this he's now gathered in the experts and what we heard was substance and detail he to- and he was drilling down yeah. i was impressed yeah I, I was too uh he brought up trump uh, hillary rather's her foreign donations here's what he had to say about that he wants to bring in people who believe women should be enslaved and gays put to death Maybe her motivation lies among the more than 1,000 foreign donations Hillary failed to disclose while at the State Department. Hillary Clinton may be the most corrupt person ever to seek the presidency of the United States. Barry, he seems to lay the fault of the things that have happened in the Middle East right at the feet of Hillary. Is this fair? Appropriate? You know... I, I, I don't know how much we're ever going to know, Dr. G, because there's 30-some thousand emails that vanished into the ethers. Exactly. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, don't you want to know what's in there? I mean, besides the half a dozen ones about mm-hmm. yoga and her wedding, uh, her daughter's wedding. Yeah. There's a whole lot of other stuff, correspondence with foreign governments, uh, donations to the Clinton Foundation, whether there was quid pro quo, uh, exchange of value for State Department policy. I mean, those are really, really important questions, and he's asking the right questions. Yeah. You know, when you look at Hillary's foreign policy uh, as Secretary of State, there were three, as Waleed said, three disasters that are still haunting us. Um, She was in favor of the destabilization of Libya. It led to ISIS taking over Libya, not to mention what happened in Benghazi, Mm -hmm. which she never stepped up on. Number two, she and President Obama were... mm, greatly in favor of the Muslim Brotherhood takeover of Egypt, right? The most radical, long-standing Muslim group, Islamists in the Middle East, and out went the American and the uh, Israeli stable ally, and in came the crazy people. And number three, her policy on Syria and Iraq has led to ISIS filling the vacuum left by America when we left. So he's doing the right thing by saying, hey, you don't need to ask her what her talking points are. Look at what her history was, and record. let's debate her record. Right. So, yeah, he hit her on history, and that's what he should have done. 
He also talked about Israel today, hit her on Israel. Um, feels, uh, you know, Trump mentioned that um, Israel feels abandoned, really, by American policy under the um, Obama and Hillary regime, if you will. And uh, Trump plans to change that. He, he pretty much pledged his loyalty there. Uh, what did you think of his statements along those lines? You know, I, I'm thrilled he's talking about it from the position of a strong uh, supporter of the uh, American-Israel relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, Israel has not been this disconnected from uh, the American president since Jimmy Carter. It's mm -hmm. been a generation since Israel's been shunted aside and placed into secondary status, where the prime minister of Israel gets invited to come to Congress and the president pulls out all of his staff and convinces a bunch of his supporters in the Congress to walk out on a head of state. It's never happened in American history, Gina, and this is the policy of Obama and Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. So. Pro-American Israel supporters are wondering, will Hillary change? Doesn't sound like it. Trump has made it very clear he's going to put the relationship back together on the first day. Mm -hmm. And I think it's wise for him to keep saying that. He didn't mention this specifically, but he has in the past mentioned that families of terrorists who have very, very close living relationships or ties or took them to buy the ammo that they committed the crime with uh, should be investigated. And yet the wife of the most recent terrorist act in Orlando seems to have completely disappeared from the grips of the FBI. Loretta Lynch isn't saying much. I'm not seeing this reported. Uh, how does that happen? It happens when an administration, which Hillary was part of and still seems to be parroting the same talking points, will not identify the enemy. This is not a random shooting. This is not a random act of workplace violence. This is Islamic fundamental terrorism, an attack on American soil, not unlike all the other ones. Hillary doesn't want to use those words, but said if she has to, she would. The president will not use those words. Trump uses them in every speech. I think for Americans concerned about security on the homeland, here at home, not overseas, we've got to have somebody that's going to say, hey, the bad guy is that guy, and we can't fight him. We can't create a war against him if we can't even say the enemy's name. Right. I wonder if Hillary's going to change as the campaign develops, because I think Trump's going to hit her with it every chance he gets. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of time left, but I want to point out that the Republican convention, the national convention, is coming up here in just a matter of 20-some days. Uh, there is a concerted effort. I've received two emails now asking to free the delegates, asking to, for people to consider coming up against Trump. And, and uh, do you think that that effort could be, would be successful? Well, it depends what your goal is. If the successful definition is keeping Trump from being president, and guaranteeing that the Democratic nominee becomes president of the United States in November, then that success is a possibility. But as Trump says, every time this comes up, he ran against the establishment. It's the establishment that's standing up and saying, we would rather lose as Republicans mm -hmm. and regroup for four years later than have that guy from the outside, who's not one of us, be the nominee and be the elected representative of our party. Right. So I think what's interesting on that question is, what's the agenda? Is the agenda to get a new candidate? That's an impossibility. Is the agenda to get anyone that could run 
and replace Trump on the ticket? That's an impossibility. Is the goal to make sure Trump doesn't win? That's a possibility, mm -hmm. and that may be their goal. Mm -hmm. They would rather lose than have someone they can't control. Marco Rubio said that he's going to run for Senate, changing his mind today. Um, but he stopped to criticize Trump in a sort of indirect way, saying something about, you know, politics is so chaotic today. I feel like I have to run to hold him accountable, basically. I'm totally paraphrasing. I just wanted your take on that quickly. You know, I really, really like a, a lot of Marco Rubio on foreign policy. I think he got himself into a hole and doesn't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. um, ironically, Trump was very positive and supportive about Rubio running today and thought it was a terrific idea. Well, he's going to need his support there, and Rubio is going to need Trump, too, because don't forget Trump beat Rubio in his own state. So Big we'll, time, by we'll over 20 watching. points. We'll be watching. All right, thanks for being with us, Barry. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.